ideas come to you at random times. So I would Mm -hmm. just be, you know, on my phone on in the notes app. And I would think of like, Oh, wouldn't it be funny if Asher the dino had this little speech bubble. And I would like, you know, make a little note to myself to include it. Cause you never know when the creative ideas are going to come to you. So I'm, you know, sitting on the, on the train taking notes about, you know, ideas that I wanted to include. Hey, my name is Kelly Heil, and I'm here to show you that it's totally possible to do what you love while raising the ones you love. It took me far too long to figure out how to balance my new role of mom while overcoming mom guilt and still living my best creative life. Motherhood does not mean we have to throw who we used to be aside and stop making art or writing books. That's why I created this podcast. I want to inspire you to live intentionally. Whether you're a mom who gets up at 5 a.m. or a night owl who has another cup of coffee at midnight, we can do this. And I'm spotlighting women who are doing this. Grab a coffee, grab a notebook, get ready to change your life. This is the Moms Who Create Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of the Moms Who Create podcast. Today's episode is really Christy's love letter to working moms with little children. Christy Limbach is a writer, lawyer, and mother to three little dino lovers. She knows a little bit about dinosaurs and a lot about separation anxiety. Being a working parent or a little one with big feelings is not easy, but Christy hopes that Asher the Dino, Mommy Goes to Work, can help other grown-ups and their little kids during these tough transitions. Kids have big feelings, and they're learning and growing through them. Her book is such a cool resource for parents to use. Let's jump into it. Christy, I am so excited to have you on the podcast today, especially in this time of year when kids are starting school and they're having a hard time. And parents like me are also having a hard time letting go. I'm super excited to talk yes, about your thank book. You, Kelly. I am so excited to be on your show. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. This is awesome. Um, so you're an author and you're a mom. Um, yes. Tell us a little bit more about you. Sure. So I am an author and a mom. Like you said, I have three kids. They are six, four, and one. Um, so definitely have my hands full. My day job is also as an attorney. Um, so I'm a public interest attorney. So that takes up a lot of time. Um, and that job and the amount of time that it, you know, is taking and everything is kind of the impetus for this book. And so when, let's see, what else about me? I live in New Jersey. Um, I have a wonderful husband and I also like to dance in my very limited free time. Oh, that's cool. Much, yeah. What kind of it. dancing do you do? So I do this class. It's called Hip Fit. It's basically like Zumba meets hip hop. It's super, super fun. And it's like the, very much the, the energetic release that I need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, my energetic release is just like dance parties t- with my yes, kids. Yes, it's basically a dance party. It's a one-hour dance party. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But probably not with kids' music, right? You can have yes, some no, no. fun Very music. Zone, which is also necessary. <laughs> right? Although, those Disney Channel original movie soundtracks are getting so good. 
It's not like it was in the 90s. Like they're they're a lot of fun. We're going to talk about your book. Uh, what really kind of inspired you and really got you thinking, because you're an attorney. Usually attorneys just aren't like, oh, let me write a children's book, you know? Yeah. So what pushed you in that direction and got you wanting to create your book? Yeah. So that's a great question. I um, was in March of 2020 um, sent to work remotely. Um, so I started working from home and I also was pregnant with our youngest and I was at home with the kids. Schools were shut down. And my middle child, who at the time was just about to turn three when the pandemic hit and everything shut down, um, you know, he had briefly been in daycare and then he was home. And when it came time um, for things, you know, daycare and schools to start reopening again, and I had to go back into the office, it was as if he had never left home. He had no memory of daycare, and it was a really rough transition. And even though, you know, my husband and I had both been working from home, the idea of me leaving and him leaving the house was really, really tough on him. Um, he had a really tough time with that transition. And so I, I started looking for books, for picture books to kind of help us through that time. So I'm like an avid reader. So when I have an issue, I look for books on it. And when my kids have issues, I look for kids' books on the issue. And I couldn't really find anything that I liked. There were a couple books about, um, you know, mommy going to work, but not really about the emotional aspect of that. They were more like, this is, you know, my mom is a firefighter. This is what she mm -hmm. does at work. Um, and I really wanted something that was focused on the emotions of it for the kid where they would have a, you know, a safe and fun place to explore their feelings about being separated from mom. Um, and particularly some Thing that would validate, you know, mom working and that being, you know, not only something that's okay that the kid can get through, but something that's good for mom and it's good for the family. Um, so when I couldn't find that book, just this idea started to kind of germinate in my brain and I couldn't let go of it. And I really became fixated on it. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to write this book. Um, and yeah. so I really went on like a deep dive of research as to how to, how to do it. And that's how the book was born. And it's called Asher the Dino. Mommy goes to work, and it's really kind of it's it's a love letter to working moms because um, it's it's really hard for us, but it's also just a really fun and cute book, I think. And you know, my kids love it, uh, and I I hope that it's going to help other moms, particularly who are in that situation. Oh, definitely. Is Asher your son's name? It's not. So okay. I wanted to pick. Uh, I needed to pick a dinosaur because my, so my son who it's based on is Jamie and he loves dinosaurs. So I knew the character had to be a dinosaur and T-Rexes are kind of just, they're overplayed. They're, <laughs> they're overexposed, <laughs> too much T-Rex. So I was looking for other dinosaurs that um, my kids liked and they really like ankylosauruses. So the character is an ankylosaurus, um, which kind of works really well because an ankylosaurus, they have this hard shell of armor kind of on the outside, which I think is a really kind of neat metaphor for, for humans and kids where, you know, you might have a hard shell on the outside, but you're soft on the inside. Mm -hmm. And then Asher came about because I was looking for an A name that I liked um, since it, I wanted it to be alliterative with Ankylosaurus. So Asher the Ankylosaurus was born. <laughs> love it. My one of my nephews is named Asher. So I yeah, love such that a name. name. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> How has your son taken to the book whenever you got it and, and read it to him? Did it help him? Like, you know, because you had that idea, right? You had that idea of like, okay, there's nothing out there. I'm going to create it, which is like my favorite thing ever to see people do, by the way. <laughs> 
Amazing. So how was the first time reading it to him? It's funny. Um, The kids love it, which is great because they were my test audience. But I've kind of been reading the story to them, you know, before publishing. So so I just published this July, um, you know, and this has been like a year long process. And I've been reading it to them and doing different versions and edits and stuff. And there were times where it was like too emotional for them. I mean, they would Mm -hmm. read it and just start crying. I was like, okay, this is a little... (laughs) <laughs> a little too emo for them. We got to tone it down. Um, but so, you know, they were very helpful in that process and, and they love it. Like I said, but one funny thing is my older son who's six, um, his name is Bo. And he, when I told him that, you know, I was finally ready to publish, he was like, and I was like, yeah, there's hopefully going to be like lots of other kids with Asher at their, in their little bookshelf now. And he kind of got upset and was like, well, I don't want other kids to have it. It's my book. <laughs> I could totally see a kid saying that. Oh, I, like, no, I didn't. I wrote it for you guys, but it's not just for you guys, you know, yeah. the whole point is to try and help other families as well. Right. And I bet it has and it will. So you just released it last month. So probably just a yes. few weeks ago. Yes. So you really touched on just the the attachment that they have in knowing that it's okay if mommy goes to work or or somebody else picks you up from school or, you know, that separation that it's yes. okay. It can be a good thing. It you helps the child grow too. Um, I'm really excited Absolutely. to read your book. I'm really excited. I Like we've talked about previously, it's not me leaving the house and going to work, but it's me leaving my daughter when she is at school because she just started kindergarten this week. And it has been a very emotional week, even this morning. Like I said, I went to the eye doctor this morning and I was crying about my daughter having to leave her at kindergarten because it's the whole emotional attachment thing. She doesn't understand why I'm leaving. Like you do everything else with me, mom. Why can't Mm -hmm. I go with you? You know what? Maybe why couldn't I go with you to work? Or why do you have to leave me here and go? Can't we do everything together? So exactly. And I think this book kind of addresses that separation anxiety that kids can feel whether or not, you know, you work inside the home or outside the home, you know, you're mm-hmm. going to separate from your kids at some point, and they may have a tough time with it. Um, so hopefully, you know, this theme of separation anxiety, um, hopefully the book gives the kids a place to kind of explore that and explore that feeling, um, but, you know, in a very safe and comfortable place where they're, you know, whether you're prepping ahead of school time or you're kind of just talking about the fact that mom's going to start, you know, going back to work or whatever the case may be, whatever the transition is where the kid can kind of think about their feelings and how they're going to feel about being separate from mom. Kids are young and they can't handle their emotions. They can't process everything that's happening. So books like this are really vital teaching them, you know, how to work through handling their emotions and the separation anxiety, all of that. You know, we can handle it. I mean, sometimes I can't even handle it as an adult. So think about, you know, my five-year-old especially at school when I take her to school and I felt so bad, even though it's a normal thing, dropping her off the first day, doesn't know, doesn't know anybody. And I'm just like, okay, have a great day. Bye. You know, yeah. thinking of that from her view is like, oh man, what is mommy doing? Like, this is a terrible thing, but it's not a terrible thing. I know it's not, but she's young. She doesn't understand, you know, the full, 
the full process of it. So exactly. It's- and I think, you know, you can explain that to a kid and they can say, okay, okay. But I think that picture books really help kids get it. Oh, sure. um, especially with ones with, you know, compelling characters that they like, or maybe, you know, there's just, they like the pictures or the book is funny or whatever the case may be. It's kind of a, a really nice way for them to, um, explore those different emotions um, and absorb the information as opposed to just being told something by an adult. Oh, a hundred percent. And especially the kids really like books. My kids love books and my daughter, my five-year-old, she will reference anything. Oh, that was like in, you know, that was like in kind of like Daniel Tiger. She's kind of getting out of it now, but she loved it. And one thing when she started preschool that really helped her was the song Grown Ups Come Back. Yeah. I would be like, so we'd be driving to preschool, you'd listen to grown-ups come back. And she'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah, grown-ups come back. And it's yes, in that fun absolutely. kid way. Not just me saying, hey, I'll be back in a little bit to pick you up. You know, just a couple hours. She doesn't have that time concept. She doesn't know how many hours right. it is. Okay, mommy's coming back. But if it's like in a kid way, whether it's a book or like a show, hey, grown-ups come back. And then remember, mommy tiger, or daddy tiger came back yeah. from- from work. It's like, yeah, okay. Like I understand. And I can sing this little tune in my head about it. So absolutely. And that was why I wanted to create like a very character based book. So a lot of the the mom goes to work books that I were finding, um, you know, they didn't really have like a compelling character like, you know, Daniel Tiger that you mentioned. Um, And I think that that's having that character is such a helpful way to draw the kid into the Mm -hmm. book and help them relate to the feelings that that character is experiencing. Oh, for sure. Definitely. So you're an attorney and mom and author, and you probably have something else going on too that you're adding into the mix. What is your balance? How do you find the balance in doing all of this? Because it can get very, it can get very overwhelming. It can get like, yeah. oh, I don't have any time, you know, for myself, or I don't have any time. I feel like I can't fully commit to one thing because I'm doing so many things and I want to be a great parent. So how do you find yes. that balance in doing it all? So if you haven't heard, the Moms Who Create journal is here. I am so excited to share this with you all. I've created this journal for you to fill with your project ideas, whether you're a writer, artist, entrepreneur, musician, or just a creative of any kind. If you're listening to this podcast, I guarantee that this journal is for you. With over 100 blank pages to plan your dreams, here's a space for your creativity to take flight. Go to momswhocreate.com slash journal for more information. Available now on Amazon. It's it's a lot. Um, and, you know, I'm really lucky to have um, an awesome, amazing babysitter for my youngest daughter. Um, my husband is an incredible partner. Um, and I wouldn't be able to, you know, pursue my career and pursue my dreams without his support. And we also have grandparents nearby. So I truly am a believer that it takes a village, wouldn't be able to do it without them. And then beyond that, you know, I do think it's important to carve out time for yourself and for your own pursuits. Um, I think, you know, the most kind of resilient and well-rounded kids are the ones who have happy parents and, you know, Having sure. having parents who are happy, that means that the parents are, you know, being fulfilled individuals themselves. And, you know, I think what that looks like in my house is probably, you know, there's a, we eat a lot of pizza. Uh, there's toys <laughs> all over the place. Like I am not spending my free time trying to have a, you know, perfectly Instagrammable house. <laughs> That's nope. not my priority. <laughs> 
making sure that I carve out time for myself and my pursuits. And over the past year, that has really meant this book and it's meant a lot to me. So trying to find time on weekends, at night, things like that. And I'm fairly certain that the moms on Instagram that have like the perfect houses, I think they just take everything out of the room and throw it behind them and then take the picture (laughs) and then throw it back into the room. (laughs) I I don't, my house will never look like that, but that's okay. (laughs) And you know what? I don't want, honestly, I don't want my house to be that like perfectly spotless, uh, no toys anywhere kind of house because I want it to feel lived in. I can feel lived in and have toys everywhere and still feel comfortable and not like a disaster. I mean, and if it is a disaster, it's okay. This is just a short season of life. It'll be fine. Carving out time for yourself, making sure you're happy. I love that you said that. Happy parents basically make happy kids. I mean, I don't like laundry. I don't like dishes. I don't like having to pay taxes, but you know, we work through that. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just like an awesome example that you can set for your daughters where you're doing this Mm -hmm. really like creatively fulfilling podcast. Um, And so it's, you know, I don't think that our kids need to see us only in the role of mom and caretaker. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's healthy. I think it's good for them to see, oh, you know, I'm going out to dinner with friends or, you know, I have friends that I'm going to go see. (laughs) I see people besides you guys and I'm going to go to dance class because it's healthy for my mind and body to go exercise, you know, that kind of thing. I think it's really important for kids to see that. Yeah. And that, and and writing a book too, adding that into it, it's cool to see that you can kind of like normalize things that aren't really normalized. Like when you're in school and they teach you um, occupations you can have when you get older. You know, it's like kind of standard ones, but it's never like you can write a book and be an author when you get older or an artist. Definitely. I no one ever told me I could be an artist. My mom was the one who told me I could be an artist. She went to college for art and stuff too. And I had an instance with my daughter once we were like out and she was younger and it's right after I put my book out and she was like, I don't remember where we were. We were like a bookstore or a store that just had books right there. And she grabbed a book and she was like, mommy, did you write this? And I was like, no, but like. Just that's that, so, that's so normal to her. Like maybe mommy yeah. wrote on the shelf right here. I just love that. I just, I don't know. So it's like putting, putting it out there to your kids that they can just yeah. do literally anything. A lot of times this past year, I, you know, when I was working on the book and just kind of, I would put together, you know, like the book dummy with like the idea for illustrations along the words and just kind of to have something physical mm-hmm. to go through and see how the, the basically the storyboard and story was developing. And, you know, my six-year-old was right next to me putting together his own books. He was writing his own books about Pokemon. Um, And it was just like so cool that he, I don't know, we kind of were doing it together. It was really fun. I love it. Love, 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 love it. And now he wants me to write a book about Pokemon, but. but. (laughs) (laughs) You should. (laughs) I mean, the whole copyright thing, but you should do like. A little Pokemon fan fiction. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. So uh, you talked about your balance and what works for you. Do you have any other advice to give to moms that are trying to find that balance like you did? Yeah, I I think, you know, it's really hard and you're doing your best, you know, but I think uh, like I, I follow Dr. Becky a lot and she says, you're doing the best with the resources available to you at that time or something like that. But I think that's a great point, you know. You're, you're doing your best, you know, cut yourself some slack. Um, in terms of advice for pursuing, you know, a creative side project, like writing a book or whether it's, you know, visual arts or something like that, photography, um, just to try and carve out time for yourself. And, you know, 
if you have a partner where you're able to say, you know, you're in charge of the kids for this, you know, this hour or these two hours, I need this time to really, um, you know, be assertive and do that. And for, you know, for anyone who's interested in self-publishing a book, um, I'm happy, you know, to talk to you directly. So, you know, we'll talk at the end, Kelly, you can give people my Instagram, but I'm, I'm happy to tell people about, you know, specifically what helped me, you know, books that I read and resources like that. But I would say just go for it. And if there's, you know, a creative pursuit that is not only interesting to you, but it's just compelling and you can't stop thinking about it. I mean, that's your sign to like find some time, whether it's in the morning before the the kids wake up. That was not the case for me. I'm not a morning person. Really, my thing was at night after the kids go to bed, working on it then, um, carving out time on weekends to just try and make it happen for yourself. I also, you know, ideas come to you at random times. So I would Mm -hmm just be, you know, on my phone on in the notes app. And I would think of like, oh, it would, wouldn't it be funny if Asher the dino had this little speech bubble? And I would like, you know, make a little note to myself to include it. Because you never know when the creative ideas are going to oh, yeah. you know, come to you. So I'm, you know, sitting on the, on the train, taking notes about, you know, ideas that I wanted to include. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, you know, you make the time for it and it's going to happen there on the train. It can come then. Right. It can come anytime. I, so I'm like just learning the whole pickup school routine thing, you know, cause it's my first daughter's in kindergarten. This is my first week. So I pick her up. So I go out there and I sit for like a half an hour and where her school is, there's like no cell phone service. So I can't like uh-huh. be on my phone, yeah. like scrolling yeah. and stuff. So it's really like a half an hour of just like peace. And yeah. I've been bringing a book. So I've been reading and it's been wonderful. And I'm like, you know, this would be a good time to like write another book or bring my iPad and draw like this yeah. would be the perfect time. Cause I don't have the distraction of my phone or social media or, you know, these yeah, TikToks and reels. So I'm like learning, okay, this is a great time for me to find uh, just to add in that extra half an hour of, of creativity. If it strikes, yeah, if not, I mean, this you is know. like, this is why moms are awesome. Like, you know, we find the time we are so busy, whether you're working in the home or outside the home, we're so busy. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we find the time to get stuff done. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think Shakespeare was having to carve out little, little half hours to work on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Like that's, that's what we have and we got to work with it. So in the show notes, like I said, I will add links to buy your book and connect with you, but just go ahead and tell us now where people can find you and your books online. Great. So Asher the Dino, Mommy Goes to Work is available online on Amazon, as well as Barnes and Noble online. Um, And if you have a local Barnes and Noble, you can actually, if you want to buy it in person, you can go to Barnes and Noble and ask for it there. I'm on social media. Um, My Instagram handle is Asher the Dino Books, books being plural. Um, So find me there and definitely, you know, DM me, especially if you're thinking about um, self-publishing a book or writing a book. And I'm happy to, you know, give you some more resources about what helped me in that journey. Finally, we do have a website for Asher the Dino. That's www.asherthedino.com. And Asher is spelled A-S-H-E-R. All right. Do you have more books coming out in the future? Do you have plans to write more? Yes, I have a lot of different ideas. Um, 
I really like to make, you know, this book started out as me wanting to write a very specific book. And then through the process with my illustrator, I really just fell in love with Asher the Ankylosaurus. I think he's adorable. And I have a bunch of other ideas for books in the series. Um, so I'm working on writing those now. And I'd like to release another book, hopefully early next year in 2023. I'm so happy I get, got to talk to you today and yeah, talk me about too. your book. Thank you so much, and- Kelly spotlight you and just show another mom in the world making things following dreams and just putting stuff out there and knowing you don't have to just you know sit and do dishes (laughs) or stand and do dishes now i want to sit on this podcast too it's just it's really inspirational to hear all the creative stuff that moms are doing yeah i mean i get inspired every time i talk to a mom it's just so i i love listening to everyone talk just as much as after I put it out and the listeners like listening to everyone talk. Yeah. I just just get to find cool people like you to talk to. So I love it. I love it. Connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at moms who create podcast. Also go to momswhocreate.com and sign up for my free bi-weekly newsletter. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week.